Up next, the news you can use from YAA. It's your 30-minute fix for all your car questions, industry news, and tips you can use when buying your next vehicle. We're your hosts, Ray and Zach Shepska, the founders of YAA. We're here every weekday, live at noon Eastern. Check us out at joinyaa.com. Come on! Get in! It's noon here in Bethesda, Maryland on Thursday, November 10th, and this is news that you can use from YAA with your hosts, Zach and Ray. The hell's happening, handsome? Feeling better, Pops? Feeling better one Good. day at a time. We are going to start today's show off. We're going to talk about the repo apocalypse, okay? We get the latest data from TransUnion, and yes. they have auto loan delinquencies over 60 days, the highest level They've been in the past 10 years. That's that that's that's somewhat telling. That's somewhat telling. So we're gonna spend yeah. some time there, Dad. We also have credit availability. So yeah. uh, our friends over at Cox Automotive tracking how likely or how easy it is yeah. for somebody to get an auto loan. We Go are ahead and ask me for some money. Approvals are the lowest <laughs> it ain't happening. in a long time. We have yeah. some news from our friends over at Nissan as well. We'll spend some time there and maybe a few other odds and ends, like a tribal land story and Elon Musk. Maybe a really you gotta be kidding me that you should stick around for. Well, it's not a really you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I mean, it kind of is. Yeah. We've got TJ here in the chat saying, Ray, the Lux Care Killer. If you have not watched our latest role play video over on the main YAA channel, please take a look at that. An awesome video walking you through how to negotiate these lower used car prices. But, Dad, let's start here. The headline from CNBC, and they pulled this data from TransUnion. Auto loan delinquencies rise as loan accommodation programs end. If I scroll down here, it should say, there it is, TransUnion, which tracks more than 81 million auto loans in the U.S. said Tuesday the percentage of auto loans that are at least 60 days delinquent hit 1.65% in the third quarter, the highest rate for 60-day delinquencies in more than a decade. And usually uh, once once you hit 60 days delinquent, um, uh, that's when the bank's tend to start looking at the possibility of repossessing the vehicle. Um, so, um, A, don't hit 60 days delinquent, and B, if you do, don't be surprised if if you haven't made a payment by the next due date that, well, I don't know, you come out one morning and your vehicle just isn't there anymore. So, Can we have two conversations? One is, if I am someone who's going delinquent on my auto loan, what yeah. can I do? Can okay. I sell the car? Can I get out of it? Like, I want to talk about that. Okay. And then the other is, and it's, yeah. a, it's a conversation we frequently have, but the impact on the market, the impact on those who are interested in buying a used car or, or, or even interested in just in general trends in the used car market. Let's start with what the heck can I do? If okay. I am someone in the TransUnion data, I'm in that 1.65%. What can I do if I've got the a repo? First, the, well, a if, repo on the horizon. Yeah. If, if, if you realize that you're having difficulty making the car loan, okay, and and you're not able to make it in a timely fashion as prescribed by the legal contract that you signed, I would get in touch with the lender, whoever it is that holds the lien on the vehicle. Here's what you have to bear in mind. The bank wants to be in the lending business. They don't want to be in the car business. Okay. So if you speak to someone and you might have to speak to somebody higher up in customer service than just the first customer service agent that you speak to, um, but talk to them about making partial payments. Um, 
you know, that, that you understand contractually you're supposed to be paying X amount every month. Right now you can't, um, that you don't want to shirk your responsibilities, but you want to pay what you can for the time being so that you can, even though the account will be in arrears, um, at least you will be showing good faith uh, in, in wanting to uh, mitigate the situation. Yep. And that conversation typically works best if you're the one to instigate that conversation. You don't want to wait for the bank to contact you to say, hey, you're two months behind in your car payment. What's going on? We need you to make we need you to be up to date in 10 days, because let's face it, if you couldn't make your last two car payments, well, you sure as hell aren't going to be able to to make two car payments to get up to date in 10 days. So. You need to be the one initiating the conversation. Would the bank even help you sell the car? Well, the bank isn't going to help you sell the car. I wonder, though, if you're someone who's who's going delinquent on your own, can you sell the car? Yeah, yes, you but, but you're going to have to come up with the with the, the deficiency. Yeah. yeah. If, if now if if you're in a car where you where you actually have equity, it becomes easy to sell the car. Yeah. If you're if you're in a car. And more than likely, you are the proud possessor of negative, negative equity. equity. Yeah. Um, well, you're going to have to have enough cash on hand to cover that negative equity. Would okay. Here, I'm just spitballing here. Okay. Let's say you're working with, since we partner with credit unions, I'll say yes. credit union. Would the credit union maybe write you a personal loan for that balance, that deficiency balance? So let's say I owe six thousand dollars on a car that it's not worth. You know what I mean? Like uh, the car's worth. $30,000, but I owe 35, let's say yes. 35 on the car. Okay. I sell the car for $30,000 yes. because I'm going delinquent on that loan. Yes. Could I then go back to the bank and say, Hey, sold the car, wash my hands. I need a well, personal you, loan well, for $5,000. You, you didn't sell the car yet because okay. whoever's going to buy the car is going to need a clear title. Yeah. In order to get a clear title, you're going to have to come up with the difference between what you're trying to sell it for and what's still owed on it. Yeah. Um, would would a bank or a credit union look to you look at you and say, sure, since you can't handle handle the obligations you have right now? Um, I gotcha. But but I'm trying to get creative. No man. no no. But if let's say let's say the car payment on on the thirty five thousand dollars that you still owe is seven hundred dollars a month, um, and let's say you're $5,000 underwater and you need to borrow $5,000 in order to make that car whole so you can sell it. And if you borrow $5,000 for 36 months, um, you know, we don't have a loan calculator in front of us, but I think that payment's going to be considerably lower yeah. than the $700 car payment. Exactly. So if, if the payment is, um, I'm, and I'm spitballing here. Um, if you borrow $5,000 and the payment's $200 for 36 months, you'd be paying back, what, $7,200? Yeah. Okay, so maybe it's $250 a month. But that's $450 less than what you were obligated to pay before. And you might be able to convince a lender and say, I can afford to pay $250 a month. I just can't afford to pay $700 a month. If you know someone, if you you are yourself in this situation, because again, the data is just showing more and more people are going to be in these delinquent loan situations. We're not yes. even talking about 30 days behind. We're talking 60, 90, et cetera. Yes. There are ways to save the situation. Okay. Please do not. The last thing you want to do is just go quiet 
And next thing you know, you wake up one morning and the car's been repossessed. Yes. That's the hardest impact on your credit report, everything. So there's a good conversation. There are there are creative ways to approach this. And we have a community comment here, Dad. Yes. It came in from Thomas. Yes. I worked for a subprime lender in Fort Lauderdale, and we would reach out to those 30 days late and offer to defer a payment if they paid 30 bucks. Like you said, contact your bank. Contact the you, financial and, and trust me, if you score points if you're the one to initiate the conversation as opposed to waiting for them to contact you. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. You know, if if you realize that, that for whatever reason you're in, in a little bit of economic distress at the moment, it makes more sense for you to contact the people you owe money to than to wait for them to contact you. If you have questions about these types of things that I am so proud to share, that yes. we have a new offering here on joinyaa.com. You go under membership, you click on one-on-one -on -one consultations. Yes. You can set up a consultation phone call with the FNI goddess herself. Oh my goodness. Miss Kimberly Klein. So if you've got questions like this, among other things, if you're buying a car and you got FNI questions, finance and insurance office questions, you can now set up your time to chat video consult with Miss Kimberly Klein. And friendly reminder, YAA Plus members get 10% off on video consults. So there's list price, and then there's members price. It's 10% off for those who become members. So just want to make everyone aware. Under membership, click on consultations. This is brand new. As of this morning, you can now get paired up with Miss Kimberly Klein. If you'd use the other consultations, video consultations, uh, Justice, Phil, Jerry, the team's there to support you. I think it's an awesome, <laughs> hey, Kimberly, I think it's an awesome way to get some help. In these types of situations. Now, let's talk a little bit, Dad, yes. about the impact on the market. Yes. Because this data from TransUnion, it was for the third quarter. That was great. It was for all borrowers. We had looked at data earlier this year, Dad, from the CFPB that mm -hmm. showed that those in uh, deep subprime yes. were actually at a 2.4% 2 2 delinquency rate two quarters after getting their auto loan. Okay. So, that's so six after months, six months, yes, they're, they're behind. 2.4%. So yes. another percentage point more than what the TransUnion... We are on the precipice of this repo apocalypse, the repo Mageddon. There's about to be a lot of repoed cars on the used car market that will or should continue to drive used car prices down, correct? One would assume because there'll be more vehicles that should be hitting the wholesale auctions. And um, the more that, that hit the auctions, the more that they'll be available for the public once once uh, used car dealers and new car dealers buy those cars. Um so the more cars there are available, the lower the pricing should be. Supply and demand, man. Somebody said that somewhere. It wasn't me. If uh, if Carvana floods the market with their inventory and banks don't take care of those vehicles with deficiencies, that's a huge recipe for disaster. I mean, I think there's a, a pathway here, Dad, to mm -hmm. a couple hundred thousand vehicles making their way back to market, which is not insignificant when you think about the fact that maybe 30 million uh, used cars are going to get sold in the course of a year. Like You just influx 200,000 cars like that, that should have an impact. And so I wouldn't be surprised if as the repos pick up here at the end of the year and beginning mm -hmm. of next year, as interest rates continue to rise, the expectation is the next interest rate hike will only be half a point, not you know 75 basis points. You should continue to see more and more used car inventory. I'm not saying it's great inventory per se, but no, more inventory. And, and, and you know, even though we, we keep saying that, that we, we have seen indications that some retail pricing is coming down or that dealers are more negotiable over their retail asking prices for their pre-owned inventory. Um, that's not to say that prices are reasonable. It's just to say they are more reasonable today than perhaps they had been 90 days ago. 
um, or 120 days ago. So we're seeing some uh, fluctuation in retail pricing uh, that would indicate because of the softening market that dealers are becoming um, more willing to at least negotiate to some degree. Definitely dead. And at the same time, we are seeing fewer buyers. The demand side is going down, and that's a direct result of increasing interest rates. Mm -hmm. We are now starting to see that. I've got this pulled up. Let me pull it up on the screen for everyone else. We have just, and this came out yesterday, layoffs at Capital One, their auto finance and refinance division. Auto refinance uh, department got cut yesterday, 11-9. They called us into a Zoom meeting and they let us know we were cut. Most of our team was decimated. So originations department, people getting laid off at Capital One. We saw earnings from companies like Ally Financial, mm -hmm. one of the largest lenders, uh, uh, you know, auto finance lenders, talking about how their layoffs, excuse me, how their profits were down. We are now starting to see the first of the layoffs at these types of companies, another indicator that the, that excuse me, that the demand side mm -hmm. isn't necessarily going to be there. The supply side is going to increase. The only thing that could be the saving grace to stabilize the market would be the new car supply comes back. But then the other story we're going to cover today is the fact that Nissan, who just had record profits, is, is, cutting, is cutting back production. Yes. And, and you know, we, we, have, we have seen indications for months now that loan originations and loan applications were down. Yep. Okay, which are leading indicators that the market is softening. So, yeah, you, you would expect to see banks like Cap One who are big into auto lending. Well, if the amount of auto application, auto loan applications is declining somewhat rapidly, well, yeah, then they're going to need to cut staff because they're not going to need as, as, as many workers as they had while um, auto loan applications we're going up. It's, you know, we, we, we have, the writing has been on the wall. Um, some people have chosen to look at it yep. and others have chosen not to. We have been trying to share that information with folks for months now. Yes. And dad, look at this. This comes from Cox Automotive. Auto loan approval rates fell to lowest level since 2020. Literally what you just said, working against consumers in October, the approval rate Fell to the lowest level since 2020. The share of loans with longer terms declined and the down payment share increased. Most loan types saw loosening in October, but aggregate uses and loans through independent dealers were unchanged. Certified pre-owned loans loosened the most. On a year-over-year -year basis, all channels saw higher credit access with CPO loans loosening the most. So we're trying to find more people to approve, but then we're not actually able to approve yes. them. We're just seeing indicators no matter where you look. So the, the quality of the buyers that are out there isn't quite as high as it had been, and it's harder for the banks to approve them, to find reasons to be able to say, yeah, we want to give them a loan. One other note, I'm not going to pull it up on the screen, but the average auto loan rate increased by 43 basis points, so half of a percent nearly yes. or four-tenths of a percent in October compared to September. So you're going to continue to see. We, and you're going to see that again this month because the Fed raised the rate uh, 75 basis points, uh, what, on the second or the third, whatever it was? Yep. Yeah. All right, Dad, we've got this question here from a flyway team. Good time to buy a used Tesla or wait. And we have seen Tesla prices fall off a cliff. Yeah. We, 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 Post we, comments about that one because it is not inaccurate. Tesla prices <laughs> have fallen off a cliff. Well, I press, Tesla prices have been going down. Yeah. Um, significantly. Um, and, and that's not to say that the retail asking prices were reasonable to begin with. 
uh, for the pre-owned Teslas. Um, but those prices are indeed going down. And they still might be higher than they should be, but they're considerably lower than what the high water mark had been. Absolutely. Yes. Uh, hey, Igor. Glad to see you. Banks want to approve loans, and yet they stiffened their requirements to get approvals on loans. Yeah, that's truly what's happening. Yeah. The two don't, the two don't usually mix well together. They do not. No, they, they, really they don't. usually They usually indicate that, that loan approvals are going to go down, loan applications are probably declining, or the quality of the applicants is declining. We've dead. We have a great comment here from Aaron. Credit unions really do have the best rates. We just the other day, I mean, truly, what was it, a week ago now, on Tuesday of last week? Yes. If you go to joinyaa.com, we have a finance page now. You can do a finance or a refinance. And dad, it's not like we're the ones writing the checks to do your uh, to do your your we funding. Don't have that we don't have that money. type of money. Yeah. It's a four step easy process. Select what state you're in, answer a few questions, get pre approved, and then the hard pull. You know, yeah. get a final offer. And who did we partner with? Credit unions. Four credit unions. Super proud to be working with them. Wings Financial Credit Union, All In Credit Union, Georgia United credit union, you can guess what state they're in, and EECU in the great state of Texas, that you can now get paired up with a credit union. No BS, no no markups, no mm -hmm. crazy. It's get the best rate that they have to offer. Nice, convenient online application. And the best part is that we vetted them. Okay, we're not just working with John Doe and Jane Doe Credit Union. You can now Although get Although perhaps we should. Perhaps we should. <laughs> now you can go ahead and easily get access. It's not, you don't have to go into any office or anything nice and easy. The, the only work you have to do is become a, a member of the credit union, which costs five bucks. If you're not in the region, not in the area, it's five yeah. bucks. You got to open up a savings account. They'll make it easy for you. Wow. It's nice. I, I could be in. It's nice. Yeah. Bob's got a question for you, Pops. If you buy a car with a high interest rate, should you pay it off ASAP or purposely not pay it off early so as to improve your credit score by making all the payments for a long time? Interesting question. Well, I don't know that I'd want to make all the payments yep. for a long time. Um, and if because you don't have a high credit score, you you qualified for the high interest rate, but you instantly qualified for a lower interest rate by refinancing it. Um, well, I, I would say I would refinance it and still make those payments and it will build up your credit score doing it that way. Why pay all that extra interest if you don't have to? Yeah, completely agree. Dad. Al reminding us today yes. is the 247th birthday to the U.S. Marine Corps. So happy birthday. Yes, Semper Fi, as somebody once said. Tomorrow, I don't think I was the first one to ever say it. Tomorrow's Veterans Day. We've got a special that we're going to be doing tomorrow. Both a true yeah, show. We got a special on the show. <laughs> yeah. And we've got a promotion that we're running, just a one-day promotion for Veterans Day. Super excited about that. Slippy, thanks for the kind words. Loving the one-stop options with YAA. Us we are too. trying. We are trying. We're trying to vet the right partners. Yes. Richard saying, can't wait to use the loan service. Ordered a car, so not 100% sure when it might show up. How long does the loan pre-approval last? Always have done it through the dealer. I, I have to double check. I think it's typically 30. I days. think it's 30 days. Typically. So if you're if you're going to end up getting a pre-approval through one of the credit unions we can connect you to, do it within 30 days. You don't want to get a hard pull and then come back, you know, mm -hmm. next month and do another hard pull. You'd rather have it happen just once. And dad, learning fast with an interesting question here. And then I want to turn our attention to the Nissan news. Wholesale prices have declined rapidly for used cars. Yes. But retail prices are still really Hi. Yes. We need to do a video about this eventually. And Lucky Lopez did a great video explaining why some dealers were holding on to their inventory and how foolish it was 
it's a few weeks after that, and those dealers are still sitting on money pits, right? Like eventually the retail prices do have to come down, right? Like they have to. Well, they either, have to. Either that or you're just going to hold on to that asset a lot longer than you should. Um, yes, wholesale prices are declining rapidly at the moment. Retail prices are still high in many cases. Doesn't mean that they're not negotiable. Okay, that's the key word. Now, yeah, I, re I read the comments and, oh, well, this dealer won't negotiate or they say, okay, go find another dealer. Go find the dealer that is that is more in tune with what's actually going on at the moment and, and is more willing to negotiate. Um, they're out there. They yep. exist. There are dealers that actually have what's known in the business as aging policies for their used cars, um, you know, where they must, in some stores, they must get rid of a used car within 60 days. If it has not been retailed on the 60th day, it is just taken to the auction and sold. Do you think, so So we had Carvana earnings recently and they lost yes. Ton of money, and yeah. we had other public dealers Just come 508 out. Five hundred eight million, and we had other public auto deal auto dealers yeah. groups come out, and they didn't make as much money, and their sales were down. Do you? And, think, and every one of them said their used car sales were down. Yep. Yeah. Do you think? Yes. It's after the fourth quarter earnings because there's going to be a big push to try and drum up sales here at the end of the year. At least that's yes. my hypothesis. And then we know you know this, you know this better than anyone. January and February are two of the slowest months in the car business. Yeah. Is it by is it by like February that the the as you like to say the poop is hit the fan because uh, it feels like eventually Dad someone is going to be left holding the bag we're we're calling it I guess a bit early but someone is going to be holding the bag here and that vehicle they're trying to sell for thirty thousand dollars that's actually worth twenty two thousand like eventually someone's going to take that eight thousand dollar loss and I wonder if it's after the fourth quarter push that the reality sets in. It, it, well, the reality will set in when the banks are asking for their curtailment payments, <laughs> okay, okay. okay, on 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 the used car inventory that That's the dealers fair. are sitting. That's on. fair. Um, you know, I, I saw a comment the other day, yesterday. I read a comment where, you know, uh, the guy said, "Well, your prices are coming down." The vehicle I was looking at, the the dealer was asking thirty five thousand, thirty thousand dollars for. Um, they came down to. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't remember if it was twenty-seven five or twenty-five thousand. Yep. And the guy said, uh, uh, "Well, I offered them twenty, and they wouldn't take it." Can so explain? Okay, let's not get upset. Explain, I, I'm not upset. Explain why? I, I'm not upset. But ten thousand dollars. Explain it. You know, my my suspicion is that the reason that the dealership wouldn't wouldn't take another. $7,500 off for another $5,000 off is because they're fairly confident that they can find somebody that will buy it at 25. Okay. Or 24, five or 24, but don't insult them. Yeah. Okay. It's like when it, 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 have you ever tried to buy a house? Okay. And, and the, the, the your buyer's agent, the agent working for you would look at you and say, they're asking $400,000. I think there's some room there. And you say, okay, I want to go in at 330. Yep. And they say to you, if you go in at 330, they're not going to take the offer seriously. And they're not even going to count. Yep. Okay. Because 
you've insulted the seller. Because the whole thing is you have to find some type of common ground. Yep. And typically you don't find that common ground by starting the negotiations by insulting the person you're negotiating with. So, you know, the, the buyer's agent might say, I think we should go in at, at 370. I think that's a more realistic approach to take where we could get a counter or they might actually agree to it. So the point of this is that you have to try and think when you before you make your offer at what point are they are they just looking at me and saying why would i want to do business with you okay. which is why we have the suggested offer i'm not saying the suggested offer that we have on the market price report is always the most accurate it's not it's not but it's a pretty good ballpark and like use it use it as a barometer of what's reasonable and what's realistic you know but yeah you have to be you can't you can't think okay the car was they're asking 30 okay um uh, they, they've lowered it to 27.5. I'm going to offer them 20. And, Pop, and me, think that you're going to get a car. Let me pull up a few. So, so Tim's saying, don't insult them, yet they insulted us with these inflated prices. But I agree with what you're saying. And and I think the important thing here, Dad, is playing the long game. Yes. Bobby's saying, dealers insult customers all the time. RWD, please. Dealers don't have a problem insulting customers. Play the long game. What do I mean by that, Dad? You're just trying to buy the damn car at the best price. Yes. So play the long game. You know, if, if what you need to do is be the bigger human being in that moment, bigger man and woman, and just, you know what? I could just pretty much give you the bird right now and tell you 20 on a 30. Yeah. But I'll offer you 25, 26. And then you find somewhere. Yes. And then you got the deal. All right. It's worth it. Play the long game. Just get the deal. You know, and 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 I understand dealers have have insulted consumers uh, often yep. times with their asking prices for vehicles, especially if you're looking at a vehicle and then you have the same or similar similar vehicle to trade in, the amount they're going to offer you for your vehicle is so much lower than what you thought it should be. Um, look at and look at space. Thank yeah. you, thank you, Mario. Thank you, Space for being here. We can help on the 100% free community yeah. forum to look at current wholesale values to make a reasonable counter offer with a greater chance of being accepted. Thank you for mentioning that space because you can. You don't have to go into this blind anymore. The whole purpose of the community that we've built is so that you can have more information, more expertise in your back pocket so that you can make a more informed decision. So join YAA, whether that's as a free member, as YA+, plus, whatever it is, do not offer 20000 when the real number, we can probably coach you to it, is still going to get you a better deal. Yes. You know, and you have to, you know, if if the dealer is asking thirty thousand dollars for something and 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 maybe they paid twenty six thousand for it, and when they bought it, that was the market to buy it. But now the market has been reduced by ten percent, so maybe, you know, it's now only worth twenty five thousand, um, and they've lowered their price to say twenty seven five. That's not to say that you might not be able to negotiate them down to what they could expect to get for it at the at the wholesale auctions today but you're not and and they would be taking a loss yep. at that number <clears throat> but you're not going to be able to buy it for $5000 what somebody at a wholesale auction would pay for it yeah so you have to you, your your offer has to be based in some form of reality okay not just I want to steal a car, you know, um, it, the consumer's offer has to be based 
on reality. And reality is, well, what could the dealer get for it if he took it to the wholesale auction? Why would he sell it to me for considerably less than that? Yep. All right, Pops. We're going to switch gears. Okay. You ready? Yeah, sure. I'm not. Okay. Bear with me. We are. We all bear with you every day. Really? You You got to be kidding kidding me. All right, Dad, we've got two uh, Tesla slash Elon Musk related stories for today's really you've got to be kidding me. First, yeah, Elon Musk encourages Tesla's competitors to keep advertising on Twitter. Elon Musk hopes <laughs> his fellow auto executives will be more active on the platform. Quote, we will try and be as fair as possible. What does that mean? Musk said? What, what, what does that mean? We'll try to be as fair as possible. Okay. Hey, I paid too much for Twitter. Okay. And I need you to keep advertising to 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 underwrite the amount that I overpaid for Twitter. And, and, and by the way, we'll, we'll try to be as fair as, what is, what is, we'll try to be as fair as possible mean? Put a definition to that. Well, if I'm the uh, CEO, Stellantis pulled advertisements on Twitter, we'll see if uh, Mr. Farley, who, who him and Musk go back and forth, we'll see what they do. Lots of corporations their advertising But the automakers are especially interesting because they compete directly with Tesla. It's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. Dad, the, Why doesn't he just have Tesla advertise more and pay himself? The other story here, Dad, yeah. Tesla's getting creative to yeah. sell cars directly to consumer. Yeah. Tesla partners with a New Mexico tribe yes. to bypass a sales ban. The EV maker has one store in the state and began construction of a second, much larger location last month. Dad, obviously, for those of you who aren't aware, you can gamble on a lot of Indian reservations yes. because uh, that land is not, not federally, federally mandated or, you know, follows federal laws. Yeah. It's their land. Okay. We're seeing the same thing now with auto dealerships. The only thing I'm going to say, huh. you know, when we used to live in Arizona yeah, and, and you could drive through um, the uh, Salt River Pima reservation yep. to avoid some of the county and state roads and yep. city roads. Um, but those are sovereign nations. Yeah, their laws are their laws, and they're not necessarily equal to or the same as your state law, Um, which was, you know, one of the issues that we had many times was trying to get financing for for Native Americans that lived on the reservations, because if they weren't making the payments, it was a lot harder to repossess a vehicle if it was on the Indian reservation. Wow. Um, So. You a you have to be careful driving on those lands because if you get caught speeding, you're dealing with their courts. Yeah, their, their laws. Their, their, um, it's there. There could possibly be some issues that I don't know that there will be. But it's fascinating to see. This is another loophole to sell cars directly to consumer, yeah. and it's one that Tesla is obviously comfortable. Yeah. You know, working I, with. I I can only begin to think of the speed traps that might be set up on the roads leading to that Tesla dealership that, I I don't know, could finance a whole bunch of things for the reservation. Windpilot just joined YAA, great resource for prospective car buyers. And I got to say thank you, Windpilot, for joining us. It is not only for car buyers, folks. We can help you when you buy a car. We can help you when you sell a car. 82 YAA members sold cars through our new sell a car feature last month. If you are getting auto home or renter's insurance, get some members only rates. We've negotiated uh, rates directly with the carriers and you can get a quote entirely online, no spam and a coach on the other end, an agent to help walk you Mm -hmm. through the process. The vehicle service contract, AKA extended warranty, 
Folks are loving it. We're paying out claims left and right. Do not pay the price at the dealership. Use a quote from YAA to negotiate or get it cheaper. Finance and refinance live in 49 states in Washington, D.C. Just know Hawaii. And, Dad, it's not even on the homepage. Maybe we got to add this to the homepage. But if you go to the membership page, the YAA Plus membership gets you up to 25% off on maintenance and repairs and an additional $100 discount on extended warranties. And, huge and, and, I'm starting really diligently to work on car wash discounts for our members. If yeah, you because become, I, I, can't, I can tell you you're sitting next to one who needs a car wash desperately, and I don't know where to go. I am determined to get us some sort of discount for our Plus members. So, again, it's like a group purchasing program. It's mm-hmm. kind of like Costco, guys. It's actually not dissimilar to Costco. Everything's going to be cheaper for members because we're just going to not make any money on it. If you're not a member, we're going to make a little money. Like, it's very little, clear. We'll, yeah, we'll make a little more money on non-members than we will on members. Exactly. And yeah. so on the car wash piece, I'm determined. I think that's a no-brainer, and I'm going to figure something out. And we are working. It's in the works right now. Deal School 3.0 yes. will be available only to Plus members. It's the first time we're going to do something like that, so stay tuned. But Deal School 3.0 here for the end of the year, as folks are going out to negotiate car deals, Dad, we are going to have that for Plus members okay i i think i'll be there for that yeah i think and 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 i believe folks and and i did see a question in there zach have you gone to an ophthalmologist yet i did yesterday yes yes yes. and um and so yes the ointment he's using is he's a little bit allergic to it which has caused extra swelling but it's but the pain's going away it's actually starting to get better he actually had uh, drops prescribed from the ophthalmologist yesterday. So, no, I didn't hit him. Uh, <laughs> no, no. We're not nobody, even going to joke about that. No, it's just Nobody it's a from Carvana, Carvana hit. You, you don't have pink eye. No, it's just a sty. A big-ass sty. A big-ass sty. That's a B-A-S, a big-ass sty. Thank you for all the concern. It's getting much better. I will be fine. I am fine. I ran a very quick run this morning. I'm feeling great. So thank you to everyone for their concern, especially you, Dad. I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Well, we're glad to hear it. So my point was we're going to do deal school three once the eye gets back to 100% normal. Eh, maybe we'll start tomorrow. We'll see. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. All right, guys. We'll be back tomorrow with Miss Kimberly Klein again. If you want to set up a consult, yes. a one-on-one video consult I with Miss Kimberly Klein. I do. Tomorrow at noon, I want to have a consult with Kimberly. You can just head to the website and set it up there. See everyone tomorrow. Thank you for being here. Yeah. Oh. We got a good video dropping on the YAA channel tomorrow. You're not going to want to miss it. So please watch that when it comes out. Thank you, Pops. You're welcome. We'll see you all back here again tomorrow at noon Eastern, 9 Pacific, with more news that you can use from YAA. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. Yes. Join us again next time. Which is probably tomorrow. To get the news you can use from YAA. YAA is your trusted source for all things auto. Thanks for listening. See you soon.